This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 360. The big cat is out. Now, where's that whip? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to the MyMac.com podcast number 360. Yes, it's the G-Men. That's Guy and Gaz. Hmm. At last, Guy. More, more, at, more at or less. Last. More or less. <laughs> more or less. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, know, you know what the first rule of Fight Club is? The first rule of Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club. You know what the first rule of podcasting is? First rule of podcasting is don't update your OS until you're sure that all the apps you use to create the podcast will work. And believe it or not, I'm not yelling at Gaz. He's, I'm yelling at myself. He's yelling at himself, folks, and it's really funny because it's oh. now it's now almost two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, anyway, I I yeah, forgive we, you, Guy. Oh, thank you, Gaz. <laughs> I had everything set up at actually we were early. Yeah. It was yeah. like about four thirty Eastern Standard Time, <laughs> and usually we start around five. And it was like, I'm looking at GarageBand. It's like, wait, well, it's it's hearing me, but it's not picking up gas. It's not picking up soundboard, which will probably make a lot of people happy this week. Um, and just nothing was working. And finally, it was like, you know what? We we, we got to get going. So Gaz is actually recording tonight, and he's going to send me the files. Yeah, so sorry sorry yes. if the audio isn't as uh, as good as it is normally. Cause Guy as, does, as crisp and clean. Uh, yes, because Guy, Guy does do a good job, but I'm having to record uh, and then send that over to Guy. So we'll, yeah. we'll keep our fingers crossed. We'll keep. Uh, I was going to say that it's getting dark here, but the werewolves have actually gone out and gone home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Even man. the zombies at the window got fed up awaiting. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's like if, if you can't come outside and let me eat your brain, then I'm just going to take my ball and bat okay. and go. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's enough of an intro. Yeah. I think so. Uh, real have, quick. Have we had some feedback? Or, oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. I, I've interrupted you then. Real quick. Yeah, I was go just going to say that, that Devin Wynn. And uh, Khaled from Saudi Arabia both won Woody Awards for knowing the answer to Gaz's little quick Red Dwarf sound clip contest. And we got something back from, from Devin saying, thanks, guy. The, the Woody Award is going straight to the pool room in a place of honor. It's like, okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. And, 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 and you almost met someone called Red Dwarf, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, now, I took my son Guy. My, I, you know, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I think, where I, I took my son Guy on a, on a church mission trip to West Virginia. And originally when I agreed to take him and, and a bunch of his friends, turned out being you know, five other kids, on the trip, I figured West Virginia, that's like a three, four hours away, not a big deal. No. Turned out it was seven and a half hours each way. This place they were going is like almost all the way over by Kentucky. Brutal drive. And – the drive itself wasn't bad, but then we got up into the mountains and we started getting these thunder and rainstorms with like sideways going rain. Oh, it was just Excellent. terrible. Excellent. And then we get to the area and there's, I couldn't even call my wife and tell her we made it here okay because there was no AT&T or Verizon networks in the area. So, <laughs> uh, but I mean, seven and a half hour trip. So I got through four Mac Geek Gabs. 
two pocket-sized podcasts, four <laughs> of the new geekiest show ever's. And I got to say, Justin and Travis are really kicking ass with that show. Brilliant. Uh, the hilarious GSE 42 awkward summer camp. And the, the last one they came out with, or at least as, when, as we're recording this, which was their uh, – Number 44, the Nintendo 64 greatest games ever wrap up with another friend of theirs, Cody. And uh, assuming that I actually managed to get this computer to record audio again, I want to talk to Justin about podcast recording because GSE really, really sounds good. 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 And, and my hint at the start that you actually spoke to somebody called Red Dwarf. Go on. Tell, yeah, tell yeah. As I was as I was driving <laughs> home, you, know, you have to – I was really tired, you know, seven and a half hours each way. And this car – kind of pulls up next to me and he got the light first so he started to drive and i looked at his license plate and on the back of his license plate the virginia license plate it said red dwarf uh r-e-d-w-d-w-r-f red dwarf and i wanted to get up next to him and get his attention to find out if, if that was about the bbc show and i can't think of anything it's, else that that would be. well the only thing is if you would got up beside him you could have looked into the window and he could have just been a short Redhead, that's all. No, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, uh, have we had any other feedback this week? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I screwed up another screw up on my part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kept calling Eric Osaki. Hold, hold your hand out. Go ahead. Hold, are, oh, you, are you yeah, holding your hand out? It's out there. Ow! Thank you. I kept calling Eric Osaki uh, Chris. <laughs> and I think I actually called him Eric later on, but I was calling him Chris in the beginning. I'm very, very confused. And he sent, he sent us a, uh, a thank you. He said, thanks for putting me on the, the MyMac podcast artwork. He was one of the guys that was there on, on the, the graphic for last week. He was on the left, I think. Yes, yes. And then he wanted to know who the hell Chris Osaki was. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, just some guy. Uh, we got something from Gary Apter. Yep. Uh, he said he discovered a great way to enjoy podcasts. I think we talked about this before. Uh, using Stitcher so that you can I kind of... I think Tim of, uses that as well, actually, but... Yeah, well, he, oh, I mean, he's got the... I was going to say, I was almost going to say he's got the drive from hell going back and forth between Battle Creek, Michigan and Chicago, but I think Gary's got him beat, okay? Now, I was talking about my drive to work, which is relatively short, like 15, 20 minutes, and in this reply that he sent me where he was talking about Stitcher, he says, you won't get much sympathy from me on your short drive. He drives five... 141 miles each day Wowzers. as part of his job. And then he sent us a, uh, a quick bumper that uh, we'll have to record another time. G-Men, tune in, buckle up, and hang on for the ride of your life. I like it. Yep. Oh, you got this next one. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> this was really nice, actually, to, uh, to get this. Um, we kind of hinted in the last week... Uh, at some of the adverts or some of the ads that we've been recording for some of the other shows to pimp this show. Right. Uh, and I kind of hinted at, um, well, juicy hard things actually in one of the ads. <laughs> and <laughs> I think John, uh, Mr. Nemo has, has now heard that, uh, advertisement because he said, um, he sent an email to me saying every afternoon, uh, because he was in London, actually he lived in London for a short while. And he said every yeah. afternoon I'd stop by a little greengrocer's called Jane. That's capital J, capital A, capital N, capital E, capital E, run by a nice young woman who's called Jane. 
Would you believe? Would you believe it? Anyway, I know. He said she always held overdue fruit and veg. Um, Well, that's out of date, but you know, I I know what I know what he means. Yeah, (laughs) and she'd biscuits. Yeah, yeah, and she'd she'd hold it for him because uh, she needed to get rid of it, and he didn't have much in the way of pound, shilling, and pence. Um, (laughs) He said Jane knew Jane knew that he loved historic English apples, but she very rarely had any because in london then apples were only sold in season which is another story and something i totally agree with but let's not go there um anyway one day she handed him a hideous looking apple and it was a cox's orange pippin <laughs> and if you've heard the advertisement for our show you'll well, know has anyone played it played it yet i don't think anyone has. i think they have yes i think uh, i think tim's played it i'm sure i've heard it I'm okay. sure I've heard it. Now, that could be because we've recorded it and I've heard it back, but I'm pretty sure I've heard it on one of the shows. I'm pretty sure Tim's played it. Okay. Okay. We've got a, quite a lot of Facebook uh, stuff this week oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys do, rock. I tell you, you guys out there rock. Yeah. Uh, we, we, really, we, love, we love the feedback. I know uh, Tim and David were complaining about it on <laughs> They said, "Yeah, we don't really, we don't really pimp for uh, for feedback like like Guy and Gaz do." And the very next week, they were like inundated with all kinds of feedback. <laughs> well, Vicky Stokes, who is a relatively uh, new liker on Facebook, uh, had gone and looked at some of the MacWorld Expo pictures that Tim had put up, and most of them, or quite a few of them, had me in it. And so she wrote in, "Wow, Guy, you really are a big Yank Tank." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she's not kidding. You know. No, no, I am. I am a. I a, mean, a large. You keep individual. you keep asking when I'm going to come over there to meet you, but I've seen your pictures. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> you know, if I didn't have to shave, I, I wouldn't even look in the mirror. <laughs> she also said that she painted herself into a corner with um, Mac OS ten Lion. I had the beach ball issue with my MacBook Pro uh, quitting apps. Of course, I did not, uh, and of course, did not resolve. So I decided to use the dockable shutdown app to shut down my laptop needless to say when i restarted the laptop it immediately shut down again because lion restarts all apps that were running prior to shutdown now before you go on this would be a great practical joke that you could pull on somebody but go ahead (laughs) okay so to resolve it she restarted in single user mode mounted the root partition renamed the shutdown app then rebooted um and then rebooted. I will now remove all of the dockable apps I had to shut down, restart, etc. Okay. Yeah, she, she sounds very geeky. Yeah, very geeky. Geekier than me. Yeah, she's pretty too. <laughs> I did it careful. No, no, I'm just saying. You know, I mean, she, she had had her had her picture. On, all right, on her. all right. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> okay, never mind. So she, uh, uh, we've actually heard back from Vicky uh, later on the issue, and the problem wasn't the actual install; it was afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so can you enlighten us on that or not? Uh, no. Well, no. She, she, that's what she was talking about. Okay. Had to, okay. Uh, so it was, it was the fact that it was afterwards, not the actual install. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. I see. right. Now, also cool. from her, she said that she really loves the show, and she thought she was going to stop listening when Tim left, but decided to, to, to hang on for a bit longer, and she says that, that we really made it our show, and she loves the banter. Oh, and she has an idea for a bumper. Go on. Now, when I, when I read this, I was thinking, you know, I, that's kind of long. Was I think it was too long to be a bumper, but I think it would make a great 
uh, ad. It says, you can pretend that Gaz is trying to tame a lion. And if you've listened to the intro of the show, that's kind of what I It's guess, really apt. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. While you're trying to introduce the show, background sounds of Gaz being mauled would be really great. Oh, thanks. This <laughs> is other suggestions for soundboard. I can say Mac OS X OS 10. Every time I say X, people give me a hard time. Mac OS 10 Lion, you play the sound of a lion roaring. As you can tell, I love directing as well as Max. Well, all I can say is I can see why you like that one about me getting mauled. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. As long as it's not me getting mauled. That's the important part. <laughs> okay, and also from Eric Diaz, um, he commented. Burgos. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you know, I was just trying to get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had this diversion. Yeah. Uh, Eric wrote uh, four installs, installs without hiccup, three more to go. This has been the easiest upgrade ever. And we have a couple of calls that we cannot play live. No, because so, so we're going to nothing leave. is working here. No, it's working for me. It's working so, for him, not working for me. So what we're going to do is we're going to leave a little break now. It's going to sound all odd, but I'm sure in the edit, Guy will make it sound perfect, and he's going to pop in a couple of the calls, and then we're going to move on. Yep. Hey, Guy and Gaz, this is uh, Ed McGee, better known as Eddie Spaghetti. I was listening to the latest podcast, and uh, I'd love to uh, come on and uh, talk with, uh, with I guess, it's, is it you, Guy, or one of you guys will leave for the week? I think it's uh, Guy. But uh, to fill in and uh, be a guest on the show, or, uh, I would love that. So uh, let me know. Uh, my email address is el. And uh, I would love to. I'm going to my thing into uh, I was in radio for a number, a number of years back in the old days. I'll put the best shapes. Let me see. My contacts to the AT&T version so I can, uh, I can do two things at the same time. My, uh, my iPhone number. Uh, throw the bumpers in there live on the mymac.com podcast it's uh gives me a lot of great uh chuckles and uh you guys play off each other so well so i think uh keep it up every once in a while take care great podcast okay so that was a call from andrew hall and of course our favorite favorite skype caller eddie spaghetti and eddie uh this week i've got rick stringer coming on and I haven't decided what I'm going to do for August 9th yet. Uh, but if you're interested, yeah, yeah, please send me an email to all the usual sources and maybe we can work something out. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Yep. And uh, for tech news, I love this tech news of the weird. Yeah, I had to put this in. I, I, I came across it and I thought, yeah, I've, I really must uh, link to this, uh, to this item. So um, it's basically about... <laughs> <laughs> It's basically about bikes on the Apple campus. 
Now, I'm actually going to be using this in one of the other shows uh, I do, which is news and views from across the pond. Now, the only reason I'm going to do that is because the bikes are actually made in Holland. <laughs> so it all kind of works. It all comes around in a circle, doesn't it? Yeah. But basically, uh, this article um, highlights these very neat bikes, which have apparently no markings on them, or very little in the way of markings. And even the tyres are not branded, apparently. <laughs> um, so Apple likes nice, clean products. They've got, uh, uh, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes. They've got panniers for your iPads and for your MacBooks. And, well, you can even fit about a dozen Mac minis in there as well. But uh, oh, I think in, in, those, in that, those like little bags in the back, you could probably fit, you know, a dozen or so iPads. Yeah, you could probably put Steve Jobs in there if you really wanted to. <laughs> but, <laughs> Might be a tight fit, though. Yeah, possibly. Anyway, the, the, these are the uh, the bikes that they use for riding around the the campus, the Apple campus. I don't know whether they'll have uh, segways in the in the new machine in the new. Uh, um, campus when they've got it built, but uh, yeah, cool. They look nice bikes, actually. Yeah, and the part that really cracked me up about this story wasn't the story itself; it was the comments <laughs> afterwards. Oh yeah, go on. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's this one guy, and I don't care if he hears this or not, named Steve, who just, I mean, flipped out. He's got here. Do you worship Steve Jobs' poop every time he flushes? Any other company using that bike would get slammed for it. Quite frankly, looking like something from the village, but hey, bang an Apple logo on it, which it doesn't have, and it's fit for Christ himself to poodle around on. This is the most useless fanboy article ever written in the history of the internet, which shows that Steve probably had, doesn't spend very much time on the internet. Yeah, because he, he wants to see some of the other rubbish we see. Yeah. I mean, what a, you know, to put it in UK terms, what a git. He really is. So yeah. stupid. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, I like the story because the bikes are made in Holland, <laughs> and I like it because and just and most most of the comments are very very much anti Apple, and it's oh, like yeah, wow, guy, they're, they're bicycles. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, isn't that just normal? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so stupid. Okay, so we we're going into our first break, and we've got a very special guest. Uh, oh yeah! After the uh, after this can't, break, can't wait to talk to him. No, no. It, I think we're going to get him online any time. About twenty minutes ago. <laughs> back to the future. Yeah, we're back to the future. Anyway, right. eight miles per hour and one point twenty one gigawatt. One, one whatever it is. Anyway, everybody, stand by to stand by because we're going right back to the future. Take your car, drove to Texas. Sorry, honey, but I suspected you were through, and I can't cry anymore. Well, since I left, feeling better, cause that's what you get when you... Hey, this is Travis Bryce from the Tikiest Show Ever, and yep, you guessed it, GSE is back. Maybe not better than ever, but it's listenable. We talk about great things such as old video games. We'll talk about our podcasting setup. And uh, we'll talk about why nickels are the greatest invention ever. So uh, give us a listen. Geekiest show ever. Only on the MyMac Podcasting Network. You stay golden, pony boy. Flabby in unnatural places. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. 
everyone, and welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast after that first section. And uh, boy, we're flying tonight, aren't we, Guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. Uh, that first section, solid gold. <laughs> solid gold. Solid, solid gold. gold. And I am looking forward to this middle section. We've got a special guest on tonight, um, ReggieAshworth.com. It's actually Mr. Reggie Ashworth. Now, a lot of people will be saying, who on earth is Reggie Ashworth? Well, if you have a little application called AppDelete, then you'll definitely know that name because yep. uh, we have the developer, Mr. Reggie Ashworth himself. Hello, Reggie. Hello, guys. Hello, guy. Hey. Let's hope this let's let, let's let's hope this connection holds out. You're actually <laughs> you're actually in the Philippines. At the moment, that's right. I am. So we're doing like this whole weird going from the UK to the east coast of the United States <laughs> to the Philippines and back again. That's right. Yeah, isn't aren't computers wonderful? I, I just <laughs> I just think it's incredible. So uh, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, actually, while we have you on the line, I wanted to say uh, real quick, uh, thank you for the licenses that you gave us for our three hundredth podcast. The contest sure. we ran for the three hundredth podcast that was that was very very helpful, and we do appreciate that. Sure, you're welcome. So let's uh, let's kick in, Reggie. Okay. How long have you been a Mac user? Oh, I've been a Mac user for I think it's been around ooh, getting close to ten years, probably. Oh dear, that 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 passes. I mean, I'm a I'm a complete newbie compared to that. Then, so you did, I mean, for me, that means you've been a long time Mac user. So, why did you go to Mac? Was you a Windows user before, or have you always been a Mac user? I was a Windows user before, like many people, and you know, I had the uh, typical Mac friends coming to me and saying, hey, you got to try a Mac, you got to try a Mac, and eventually they convinced me, and once they did, I didn't look back anymore. Excellent. So were you a developer on the Windows side, or did you have a job, or was that a few years ago before you was actually working, dare I say? Yeah, I uh, I originally didn't start in necessarily developing on the Windows side, but I did get into some IT work, some more systems admin, a little bit of networking and things like this, and then also related to the job I had before. Uh, and then finally, when I switched over to the Mac, it just seemed so open to me to, to jump right into development and so many tools available. And so... Uh, that was what probably got me going there in the Mac side. Right. So was that just from what you saw from from the Mac side, or were you encouraged by friends, or did you just think start digging around and think oh, I could have a go at this? Kind of like that. Kind of started digging and digging there. Um, you know, I had some friends that were better Mac users than me, but they weren't necessarily developers. But you know, as I had some time to dig in there, and you know, they had the they weren't promoting as much today, the Xcode, uh, you know, back then, but, you know, started digging into it a little bit, and then it kind of started from there. And, and since I had some computer background already, it, you know, it kind of flowed one step after another. It takes a little time, but it all worked out. Excellent. So you actually started with 10.1 or 10.2 from uh, OS X? I was more on 10.3 about the time that it went from 10.2 to 10.3 that was where i came in okay and i'm trying to remember what was the name of that one that was uh panther i think the, the panther the big... was 10.3 jaguar yeah. was 10.2 yeah right and did you uh where did you come up with the idea for app delete was was that like a uh, a hole that you saw that needed filling cuz there wasn't like a a program like that for the for the mac well, 
you know, when there's always competition. I can't necessarily say I was the first one back then, if I tried to remember those some years ago, because it was 2006 that the first Aptalite came out. Um, but yeah, it was just looking for you know, a way to do that, a, a way to keep your mat clean, a way to do it real quick. And, uh, and, and I started with that idea, and it's grown into the AppDelete today. I mean, the first one was actually a, a freeware version of AppDelete, a much smaller version. But, uh, but it's grown and grown into, you know, it's been five years now since AppDelete's been out. So, Does that actually support you with, with AppDelete and VidConvert, or, or do you have another 9 to 5? At this time, I pretty much do that. I pretty much do development, and, and sometimes I might partner with other people on some things. Um, that are not public releases from me, um, but yeah, of what I do and what I focus on, that's my that's my primary work. So, so how does that work then, Reggie? It, you talk about obviously helping out with other people. Does the fact that you've created, you know, such a, a well known app, do, do people come calling on your door because of that? Does that does that help you? Is like AppDelete a self promoting uh, product as well? It does help. I mean, that's that's the main thing for me, and, and people would recognize me most by AppDelete. Um, yeah, I run into some opportunities where there might be uh, possible partnerships and things like this. And, uh, you know, I, I just take it slow. I just want to make sure that any projects I take on as my own personal projects, I can give the same attention and focus as, as AppDelete. So if I can do that, then I, I don't mind to take on more things. Um, you know, that's pretty much the role I go by. Okay, and I know that uh, VidConvert is uh, a relatively recent addition to your portfolio. So what, why did you suddenly decide to, uh, to, to go from deleting uh, applications to uh, a, a creation tool? Yeah, well, with, with VidConvert, it really was that hole that, uh, that you guys were asking me about when it came to AppDelete. Because in VidConvert, you know, to be honest, I was one of these old Visual Hub users too. And, uh, and after some time not being able to do what I needed to do, and, and, and really I got to the point and said, well, if, if there's not going to be anything out there, I'm just going to make my own. And so that's what happened. So how, how exactly does, 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 does VidConvert also take video from like various consumer video cameras like the Mod and the Todd? MP, you know, MPEG-4 files and convert those into something that iMovie or Final Cut can see? Or is that strictly a, like a finished video project and you want to take it from an MOV file to an MPEG-4 file or, or something along those lines? Well, it can do both. It can take in pretty much any kind of video. I mean, there's a few exceptions. Um, some people are, are looking to do, uh, uh, you know, the actual Final Cut um, Codex, if it's, you know, ProRes or whatever. And, and some of those are, you know, proprietary Apple formats. So there, there's going to be a few limitations. But sure. as a general rule, uh, it's going to take in pretty much anything and it's going to export it to one of the major formats of today. So, you know, if it's, you know, the various iTunes uh, formats, which is, you know, .m4v or you can say MP4, yeah. Um, you know, the different audio ones, then, you know, some MPEG in there, standard DVD, uh, DivX, XVID, and, and, and I'll be adding more and more formats as time goes on. Well, can you um, actually take standard, like, store-bought DVDs and use those, use those to convert to, like, a, an MPEG-4 format that you can – so you can, you can take, like, a store-bought DVD, some movie, 
that you've purchased, and you know we're talking about legal purchases here, yeah, and con- yeah, and convert that over into something you could put into iTunes. You can do that too. Yes, that is so um, and cool. Actually, I'm going to have a. I'm, I'm working on a, a even a better DVD support for the future. Right now, it will it will handle it in in raw format. In the future, you know, you, I still get lots of people that are requesting full. Uh, you know, DVD exporting and things like this. So they want to be able to, you know, convert it and and author it and burn it and, you know, still play DVDs. And so I'm going to be upping the support for that a little bit coming soon. And how much how much do do either or both of these programs cost? Well, both apps are just seven ninety nine. App delete or vid convert seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. So <laughs> Correct him quickly, Reggie. Quick, quick. Before seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Well, that's that's a bargain. Yeah. So they're both very affordable, uh, and that's that's the whole purpose too. Yeah. Is that is that a strategy that you you always had in mind, or something which has you know just come about? Uh, you know, working uh, with the programs, or is that a strategy you've always had in mind? Yeah. I, I, I think it's great to to have you know tools that are you know they're affordable they you know they don't cost too much where people can support it supports you know in this case me or even other developers um, you know if it's it's a, a very big app you know the, the kind of apps that you know Apple will develop or maybe some of the other bigger apps out there I mean if we're talking about Photoshop this is obviously not going to be seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Now that's going to be the seven hundred ninety nine you mentioned, <laughs> no doubt. Um, but you know, but, but I think you know a lot of people appreciate the small, uh, you know, tools that do something useful that are also inexpensive to buy. And so, sure, I like to do those. Now, this is a question which uh, uh, has just come to mind, really. But I, I do kind of hear it a lot, so I'm going to ask the question of you. Do you get a lot of Windows people saying, "Can you create these applications for Windows"? I get them from time to time, yes. Actually, <laughs> especially on BitConvert, I've been getting it some, and I get it from time to time with AppDelete. Um, so, but when it comes to that, you know, I, I just tell them I'm strictly Mac only. And, and to be honest, I, I hardly use Windows on a personal level. I mean, I keep up with it to some point. Uh, to some extent, but you know, I'm pretty much a Mac guy. Well, that, so. that's that's a brilliant segue because one of my questions to you was: Do you just use the Mac for work for the developing side, or do you use Mac for you know your personal life as well? Do you you know is Mac just part of your everyday life? Yeah, it's just Mac. I mean, if I get a new Mac, I don't really even load up you know dual booting Windows and stuff. I mean, I can do it for certain reasons, but. To be honest, I don't have much reason to use Windows. I don't have another job that requires me to use Windows, so I don't use Windows. <laughs> oh, shucks and darn. <laughs> All I can say is you're a lucky man. <laughs> now, are you, are you primarily uh, desktop or laptop? Primarily laptop. I like, I like small laptops usually, even though it's not the most powerful Macs you can buy. But uh, it's, it's very portable, so that's what I like. Well, you actually you, you were telling us that you live on the west coast of the U.S., but you spend a lot of time in the Philippines. So is right. that part of the reason why you've kind of gone to you know using portable machines more often than uh, desktops? Or, or do you keep a desktop at your, your primary residence on the west coast of the U.S. and, and one in uh, the Philippines? Or are you juggling back and forth or, or what? 
I I do have desktops, but I rely mostly on the laptop. It's it's just more convenient. Um, you Probably know, easier to get through customs too. Easier to get through customs, yeah. For years, I've liked 13 inch MacBook Pros. That's kind of my thing. You know, the the bigger ones are more powerful. Uh, you know, the airs are slightly more portable, but that's usually kind of what I like, and th- and that's good enough for me. And and you know, depending on what you're doing, I'm not necessarily a a person who does. Uh, you know, heavy, heavy graphics all day long. So power for me is it's not a problem when it comes to that. They're so, powerful enough. Right. So that's interesting. Did that also, um, because I have heard that uh, VidConvert is quite a, a lightweight and I don't mean lightweight in the uh, functionality, but I mean lightweight in the, you know, in the fact that it doesn't uh, eat up lots of resources and it's a pretty quick uh, tool at converting. So was that important to you? And, you know, is that part of the fact that you, you just a, uh, um, someone who doesn't like to use a lot of the resources off the Mac. Yeah, it's it's important to be lightweight and and not to use all those resources. Again, I mean, if I'm working for a film studio and making movies, this is slightly different. But for the average person, I don't think you want to lock up your whole computer just because you're converting a video or something. And uh, and VidConvert will will adjust depending on what kind of Mac that you have uh, to how much resources can be used. Uh, some codecs can even do it slightly better than others, and so it won't overuse, you know, all of your resources where you can't get anything else done. Um, so, yeah, that, that's important for me, Excellent. and I think Excellent. for the users. So um, have you got any ideas, or have you had any inkling that you might uh, create some iOS applications as well, or does that not uh, interest you at all? Yeah, I, I do. There's there's always things going on a little bit behind the scenes, and uh, iOS is is been there for some time now. Especially with the iPad, I mean, it's getting it's getting so big, um, and and you don't really see the and much competition. I think in, in tablets now, and so probably just looking for that right time uh, or that right app to to put out there. But yes, anything is possible in the future. It's not just necessarily Mac. For me, it's just, you know, it's Mac or iOS, either way. Cool, cool. Now, I've got a question for you here. Excluding yes. your own, <laughs> excluding <Yeah>. your own, <laughs> what is your favorite uh, Mac application? What is my favorite Mac application? Hmm, 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 good one. Let's see. I'm going like to guess, gonna guess it's not Microsoft Word. <laughs> no. Actually, I'm more of an iWork guy. Uh, yeah, I don't really, no, I don't really use Microsoft Office unless I have to. But uh, I, I like One Password. That's a good one. And and oh, probably Drew. what I'm going to say I I like too is I like Coda from Panic. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, good one too. And so that's is that a little what bit you of used to keep your site up? I, partially yes, but uh, but I, I really like Coda. Um, hmm. It's tough to say my favorite, bro. I even have to start looking in here to see. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, one of it's one of those that can really throw you because you, you you're either bang straight away, you know, straight away, which is is your favorite app, and you can call it up. Or the fact is that you use quite a few, and uh, you know, because I have many apps that I'm using on a constant basis, and yeah. to, to pick out one as a favorite, I think it's quite difficult. So, uh, yeah. I, I think you've given us a couple there. How about, how about, are you a gamer at all on the Mac? 
Not too much. I, I do like games. I do like games, and uh, it's more of a time thing. Because if yeah. I get into some of these games, you know, especially the ones that are a little more, you know, strategic, they can take a lot of time. And so, um, you know, I, I do my share of Angry Birds a little bit or something, but I don't get too deep into the other games at this time. Okay, so so do you think you probably play more games on the iOS device than you do on the Mac itself? Probably, probably. I find myself playing uh, games on iOS, yeah, when I've got to be somewhere and wait for a few minutes, yeah, I'll often pull out and play games. Brilliant. Okay, now, heading back to your applications, I see on your website that they're both Lion ready. Yes. Um, have you got any thoughts on Lion? What do you think about the uh, the platform and uh, the new uh, uh, OS? Well, I, I like Lion. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, I guess, an Apple fanboy like we all are <laughs> to, a, to a point. And so, you know, not to say that it's perfect, you know, there's always room for improvement. But as a general rule, uh, the way things look, the way things work, I like it. I, I like the gestures, you know. I, I think the gestures have, have come along. I, you know, I, I kind of like the mission control probably a little bit more than the way it was broken apart in the past. Um, still some things I'm not sure i'm sold on the remember all the windows settings you know sometimes when i shut the computer down i like a fresh start when i come back yeah instead of having everything reopen to back how i you know the way i had it before but but overall i, I like it it's been pretty good for me i like the new mail i think the mail is it's good a big yeah, improvement over the past yeah i would say i would agree with that yeah now um the app store yes are your apps allowed to go in the app store and if they are um that's cool and what do you think about the app store and if they're not because i've got a slight inkling that there's a there's um some get rounds for you when it comes to the app store because app delete is obviously something which likes to look at uh, it likes to dig deep into the uh, os yeah that that's a great question uh okay well i like the app store i, I think it's a good idea um, and, and it's probably, you know, it may be the only way or the way in the future. We'll just, you know, time will tell how that's going to work out. Personally, I, I have to say I don't really use the App Store that much uh, because there's just too many things missing. And so I can say, well, my apps are missing. But there's a lot of other good apps that are missing, too, um, because of the guidelines. And, yeah. um, you know, I've spoken with Apple in the past about it. And, you know, it's just... As time passes, we'll see how they change the guidelines. For now, uh, you know, utilities apps are, are not going to make it in there, usually for requesting password. Um, in my case, VidConvert is not allowed because there's an additional component that needs to be installed after, which only takes a moment, but that's against App Store the guidelines. Rules. Right. Uh, that's against the rules. And, and there's various rules that can apply to various apps out there. Um, so at the moment, neither of my apps are in there, but I can tell you that hopefully within a matter of days, I'm going to have uh, a version of, of app delete in the app store. That's been the plan for some time. And so I'm hoping to see it happen any day. Excellent. Well, once it's in there, perhaps we'll have you back briefly just to talk about that. And, uh, or if there are any major changes, if you get a full version of uh, App Delete in the store, we can perhaps talk about that as well. Because sure. I, I think I, I, I totally agree with you. There is one big component that's missing out of the App Store, and that's utilities. Yeah, yeah. Now, are, yep. there, are, there any, are there any other programs besides the two that you have out right now 
that you're working on for yourself, not necessarily on a contract or under an agreement with somebody else that you can tell us about? At the moment, unfortunately, there's not. Um, the, Wait, the that you can that you can tell us about, or that yeah, you're not there's, working on them. There's nothing I can tell you about, but there's there's I, I can honestly say there's nothing I've really got ready for uh, release just yet. What I've got going is more and more work into my current ones, and and actually VidConvert has a lot of work coming as well. Um, so and getting to the App Store was a was a priority for me. So I, I've got a lot going on for Lion. As far as adding another app to the portfolio, it, it will happen in time, but at the moment, nothing I can really say about that. Okay. Patience, Padawan. Patience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks very much, Reddy. If you want to pimp yourself and pimp your website and uh, the applications one last time, uh, you know, where people can contact you, either on the Twitters or um, elsewhere on the, on the interwebs, please do so. Sure. Well, my name is Reggie Ashworth. My website is reggieashworth.com. That's home to AppDelete and also to VidConvert. So you can also go to my Twitter. It's at Reggie Ashworth. I have Facebook at facebook.com slash Reggie Ashworth Software. And you will also find individual accounts for AppDelete and VidConvert there. Um, both apps, seven ninety nine, very affordable. And also look out for that special App Store version coming soon. Superb, superb. Right, Guy, do you, want to yeah. sign, do you want to sign us out of this break? Oh, I will sign us out. So everyone, please stand by to stand by. Don't get lying if you're doing a podcast. And we'll be right back. can't run your business on a Mac, right? Wrong. With Lightspeed, you can enjoy the security and stability of the world's best operating system and have the advanced capabilities of a state-of-the-art point-of-sale system with inventory control, cash drawer, barcode scanning, accounts receivable, e-commerce, even mobile sales via your iPhone. And yes, it's OS 10.7 Lion compatible. Learn more at lightspeedretail.com. That's lightspeedretail.com. Business moves at the speed of light. With Lightspeed for Macintosh, you are open for business. A long distance directory assistance, every coat two on two. Say, hey, hey, I'm off. This is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. He said hello and put me on hold. To say the least, the cat was cold, he said. Don't call us cow, we'll call you. I said, you got my number? He said, yeah, I got you. You walked in the door. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Really? of this very convoluted MyMac.com podcast. This is probably the most, other than the time that we were recording with Elisa and we had that like half second to a second delay throughout the entire show. Yeah. This is probably the most confusing MyMac.com podcast that you and I have recorded together. Yeah, I agree with that. 
The reason why I say that is if you just if you if you think back. Now we recorded the second part first. <laughs> then we recorded the first bit. Second. Second. But then we forgot something. So, we so forgot now we re- to tell you what was new on the MyMac. Yeah. So podcast. now we're recording the, you, uh, MyMac. Yeah. Oh God's yeah. sake! On the MyMac.com website. Yeah. So we're now recording the third bit, but we're having to do a bit from the fir- first bit, which we recorded second. Yeah. What he said. <laughs> anyway, we're going to quickly whip through the website because we yeah. missed it, and we—it's something we can't do. You know, if we if we left it off. I, I, well, fearless leader Tim would have our asses. Well, it's not even that. I, <laughs> I would not feel right. I would not feel right. So we're going to go for it now very quickly, okay. although it's already um, taken longer. <laughs> we thought it would. The very first story is a review by our very own John Nemo. Of course, he's our very own John Nemo. For the SEM Dragon IP100 tabletop speaker system review from SEM Audio Laboratories. Now, and I'll this, tell you, this is, it's, it's, it's wide enough. So it can take that name. <laughs> that super, super <laughs> wide name. And this thing, honestly, looks... I mean, I don't know what it sounds like, but it sure looks good. It looks awesome, doesn't it? Anyway, it does. Next on the website is the, uh, it's the Assault on Battery, the Pocket Size Podcast number 25. Um, yeah. Scott well, Wilsey. Scott, go there. Go there. We, we, <laughs> like, we love Scott. We love we Scott. Do, we do like And Scott. he loves us, even, even if he doesn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out one day. <laughs> uh, next up is also from John Nemo. It's the Adobe Photoshop Elements 9 Editor Pricing in Mac App Store two-minute audio cast editorial. And I've listened to it. And Thanks, John. And I, it, think, I think you it should, takes longer too. To say, to, it takes longer to say that name. <laughs> and it does to listen to it. Does to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not yet listened to this, but I will. I've listened to it, and if you're thinking of getting Adobe Photoshop Elements... Then Through the Mac App Store. Take a quick listen. Yep. Okay, the next one is a review from Donny Yankalo and it's the top camera iPhone app. I and that. he gives he gives that uh, it's ninety nine cents for a limited time, so I hope it's still ninety nine cents when you hear this. But it gets an it, I think it gets <laughs> a not, no guarantees on this. No, show. no, no, there's no guarantees at all tonight, I tell you. In fact it's nearly tomorrow. Um, I know. anyway, give it a nine he's given it a nine out of ten, so go figure. Yep. Uh, next up is the Take Control of Upgrading to Lion book review by Elisa. You say... <laughs> and I say... And I say... No, Pacello. Other way around. Uh, uh, I okay. say... You, you... Anyway. All right. Yeah, it's her. It's Elisa Pacelli. <laughs> and I can't do... I know it just doesn't feel right now. I soundboard. I, I think, that, listeners, he's not got soundboard. Isn't that a delight? Ah, but, I could have, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to upset him. Anyway, next on the website, yeah, I'll, 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 make, I'll make Rick pay for it next. It, week. Ironically, the next one on the website is is Tech Fan Podcast Number Forty. Things are better now, <laughs> or not so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Go on, give it. Give give the folks the last item that's on. Okay, there. the last item is a <laughs> review by Russ Wakowicz, the Extreme Sleeve for iPad review and. I'm sure that this thing protects the iPad like nobody's business, but this has to be... It looks hideous. 
one of the <laughs> ugliest. Well, they're, they're actually, if you, if you look at the article, there are, there's a picture of the, the green, fluorescent green one, and there's also a picture of a black one. And I've got to say, when I looked at it, I thought, that looks like one of those plastic trays you get a load of food on when you go into one of these, you know, quick food stores. But apparently, he did, <laughs> Russ does give it a 9 out of 10, because he said it's a soft case, but it's one of those that when it feels impact, it goes hard. So it protects your, your you know, whatever you're carrying inside it. And he's given it a, a 9 out of 10, so they must yeah. work. But I've got well, to say, I, from, a, from, a visual, from a visual point of view, I'm not liking the look. Yeah. Well, I, saw, I actually saw a, um, a video on this product, yeah. and they put an iPad in it and like ran it over in a car or with a car. Right. Came out without a scratch. Cool. So it does its job. It just yeah, could look prettier. Th- that does not mean our wonderful, wonderful listeners who probably aren't lawyers and won't sue us that we are recommending <laughs> that you go out, put your iPad inside one of these and run it over with your car. No, we are would... not saying that. No, that would be a silly thing to do. That would be almost like installing lying on your machine and then not be much. <laughs> Hang on a second. I got to go outside and run over my iPad. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so, now, yeah. last week, Lion was released, as Guy now knows. I uh, do but know that. We'll talk about that in a little while. But um, Apple actually released uh, some hardware as well, didn't they, Guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, the, the biggest change <laughs> was the, uh, the new Mac Mini. Oh, yeah, without any um, no optical, optical drive. drive. And Well, the other big change to that, it now has... And the price decreased slightly as well on the base model, I think. Yeah, I think it went down to 699 Crap. No, I think it went down lower than that. Well, it's, it's, it, I think it went down possibly $100 in the US from memory. Anyway, the, the price of the Mac Mini has certainly gone down. And, yeah, uh, five ninety nine. Yeah, and there's now no optical drive, but there is space. And one of the options on the top end... Uh, Mac Mini actually does give you option to have two hard drives installed, and one of those being obviously an SSD, if you so wish, and you've got plenty of money. Yep. Oh, lots of money. Lots of money. Now, I thought, actually, when I looked at it, I looked at the the top-end Mac Mini base model, if that makes sense. So that's the 2.7. Yeah, the 7.99. Yeah, the 2.7. No, no, that's a 2.5. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, but you can increase it to two point seven. So what yeah. I did was I increased it to two point seven. I put in a seven fifty gigabyte hard drive. Obviously, I didn't actually buy this. I put it in the <laughs> pricing, uh, and then I put the um, so I put a two point seven gigahertz um, processor in. I put the seven fifty gigabyte um, regular spinning regular drive. spinning drive and a two fifty six SSD, and then I did the same thing with the server. And then I added the price of the server software onto the standard mini, and it comes out at about £40 or whatever that is in dollars, $50, $60 more. And I thought, why wouldn't you buy a 2.7 gigahertz um, CPU Mac mini with those rather than going to the Mac mini server? But duh, what I missed was the fact that the 2.0 Mac server uh, Mac Mini, because that's why I was asking the question, why would you go from a 2.7 down to a 2.0? Sure. The 2.0 is quad-core, whereas the 2.7 oh. is dual-core. And the the quad-core improvement is massive over the 2.5 and 
So that I missed a big a biggie there. I put it out on Twitter saying, Duh, what am I missing? Well that's what I was missing, folks. I was missing that there is a quad core on the <laughs> Mac server. The dual core. Yeah, yeah. But I am now sal- salivating over getting one of those Mac minis, I've got to say. Okay, but you know what? At the same time you could get an iMac with a quad core I five or I seven for less than what you'll pay for this Lion server with a monitor. Yeah, well I'm not gonna get the server. Or anything. Or any of them. No, I won't get the server uh, option. If any of them, I'll I'll get the base, one of the base models, either one that can upgrade. So anyway, I'm looking at that, but I'm I'm looking at everything all the time. I just wish I had more money. Well, I think uh, the other big distinction between the the older version of the Mini and this one is that the higher-end Mac Mini, we're not talking about the one with server, but the the 2.5 base as compared to the 2.3 lower-end, has a discrete video card with its own memory. Yeah. Which is the first time that Apple has done this with the Mini. It's got an AMD that's, Radeon that's, HD 6630M. And, that's and I think it's quite 256. Yes, I think it is. I think it is. And um, that's why I'm quite looking forward to going those. Because I've already got a screen. I don't, yeah. I don't need an iMac. And for, interestingly enough, also something else which used to happen was on the Mac Mini site, they would compare the Mac minis with the server, but also an iMac, but they don't pop that comparison on there anymore, which I thought was interesting. I don't well, know why it's interesting. why. Well, well, they don't, they, you know, the, the, the mini for people that already have all the components that you need for a computer, except for the computer, the mini is a, a good computer to get if you're, if you're going into the Mac. Yeah. If you don't have all of that stuff, or if all you have is the old CRT monitor that you got with your, you know, 2003 Dell desktop, then go ahead and get the iMac. Yeah, definitely. Because the screens, the screens on the iMac, as compared to the the typical LCD displays that you can get for They're like good under two hundred dollars, good screens. Yeah, the the ones they have for the iMacs are just incredibly good and just beautiful. Okay, now what are, what are the hardware did they release, guy? Uh, they also released a new. Um, uh, MacBook Air. Yep, yep. They've basically with Thunderbolt port. With, yeah, they've uh, which actually the Mac Mini now has, of course, as well. But they've uh, yeah. they've, they've updated the the MacBook Air, and I believe it's got a backlit keyboard, which the, yes, it does. the previous one didn't. Uh, they've increased on the processor ever so slightly. Um, well, no, well, I don't know what it, else. No, more than ever so slightly because they've gone core, uh, dual core i five on them. So they're no, they've increased the processing a lot. Um, that's unfair. Yeah, as to compared, say well, because I think uh, the old ones were like what one point four, and or, the, the, high, one, the high end was a one point eight three core two duo. Uh, yeah, something like that. The, the, the top end with a thirteen inch, but it was also, uh, as you say, dual core. It wasn't the. Um, the i5 version either so uh, they've increased right. the, the the mac well the, now the, the i cares. now these are these are dual core i5s and i7s yeah but the previous the previous ones weren't i don't think from memory well they were they were core 2 duos yes now it's it basically the same type of core and you know uh, who know i might get this wrong it wouldn't be the first time tonight that i've done something wrong uh, i i think that the i5s and the i7 allow for like hyper threading so that you can have like virtual cores. Well, I have seen some speed comparisons, and they do come out a lot better. Well, they're newer. <laughs> so that, well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, well. Just think about sorry, Lion. Sorry. Just think about Lion, and how back, far backwards you've gone. Anyway, 
before no before before I rip you apart anymore, <laughs> they they've also come out with a Thunderbolt display. Oh, and this this thing is just gorgeous. The the new display, besides being also like uh, I. I is it also a, is it also a, a Thunderbolt hub? I know it's got. Well, built that's what in they're calling it. That's USB. what some people. It's yeah. got well, it's got built-in USB ports. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't think whether, it, I don't think it's got more than one um, Thunderbolt port though. I think so it's, it's only just got basically the, just the input. Then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it does allow you as compared. I don't believe that the 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 older twenty seven or no the older twenty seven was also a, a USB hub. But I think that since they're using Thunderbolt for their throughput, is probably going to be a little bit faster. And I think it's got like what five five ports. I think. Um, I think it's no. I think it's got three USB ports. Okay, three uh, USB an, an eight, an eight, oh. Firewire eight hundred. It's got the the gigabit uh, Ethernet port. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and and the uh, and the Thunderbolt port. Yeah. So essentially, you could take that high end Mac Mini. And then a nine hundred ninety nine dollar twenty seven inch uh, iMac or not iMac uh, this, this new Thunderbolt display and do crazy things. Yeah, I was going somewhere with that. I don't know where you were going to do some comparisons with the iMac, but what you got to remember is if you could compare this to an iMac, then you've got to get the twenty seven inch iMac. Uh, yeah, if you combine it with a Mac Mini, so you know there's still some savings to be had out there. <laughs> savings, look at me, savings, £899 for a display. Good grief. I could buy a but car it, for that. But it's a nice display. Yeah, it's a nice display. Stroke my display. Oh, no. I could be put in prison for that, I think. Yeah, probably. Probably. Now, I, I installed Lion on both my Mac Pro, obviously, and my MacBook Pro. Now, when I installed it, I, I created the USB stick that... Uh, actually, you know, Mike Potter from for Mac Eyes Only just did a couple of videos yeah. on on how to create the stick. So if you go over to <clears throat> if you go over to the uh, for Mac Eyes Only site, you can actually see a video on how to create it, and it'll be much better than the description I did two weeks ago. <laughs> but uh, but you did it. I, used I that, did I did it as well. Yeah, and I using the USB stick I installed Lion on my MacBook Pro. Uh, had absolutely no problems with the install. Everything just went great. Uh, noticed an issue with mail with my AOL IMAP account, and it was having some trouble connecting. And also Safari. Now, this was weird, where I had multiple tabs open. Selecting on another tab didn't always change to the page that I was looking for. Though I'd have to say that, that you know, all in all, Lion has been one of the least troublesome installs that I've done. Now, which, we, which we've heard from... Uh, other people, uh, other people as well, yeah. um, including a listener input from the first section. Um, yep. I, I've got to concur with that. Um, I downloaded the uh, line onto my white MacBook. Um, I also did the process of creating a USB install stick, and I used that install stick to then install onto the MacBook Air and the Mac Mini media server downstairs, and also the fact that Lion in the app store picks up the fact that obviously it's already been installed onto the machine. So you don't have to worry about it going crazy from that score. Right. Uh, but I have had a couple of issues in so much as I've been struggling to actually get time machine up and running. Um, now I got, I got around it actually quite simply a few days, well, not a few days ago, but 
um, actually yesterday, I went to the hard drive which is connected up to one of my airports, turned it off and turned it on again. <laughs> turn it off and turn it on again. That'll fix it. That's the old IT <laughs> fix. Anyway, exactly. that's, that's now fixed the line issues which are now backing up, but I'm still actually having a problem uh, with now Leopard not wanting to back up to it. So I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, to the same drive? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do it. You mean Snow of, Leopard, right? Snow Leopard, yeah. Yeah, okay. so which was working perfectly before on the, the time machine backup. But and that's. You've got the, se- you have separate partitions on that drive as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, but that's not, that's not causing me a problem. That I, I can get around that. I don't have too much of a problem there because I know that Snow Leopard's being backed up. So it's a, it's just a bit of a pain and I'd, I'll probably have to tweak it, but we'll get there in the end on that one. But what's causing me more of a it's not a concern but i would like it to be fixed is the fact that um, in mail i'm having a slightly different problem to you um on my mail um on the lion machines that i've um upgraded to if i click on any links i.e any internet links or any files that have been sent to me normally obviously what happens is your machine will either open Safari or Firefox or whatever browser you've yeah. got as a uh, your yeah, main browser. Yeah, or, or whatever the application is required or, to open or, that file. Correct, yeah, and no problem. However, what's happening with my devices, and I've been told that perhaps I need to do a, you know, a disk permissions, is mail basically crashes. Oh, it, really? It, it just crashes. So I click on the link or I click on the file or I right-click and say open with or open to, whatever, and it crashes. And this was not behavior that you were looking for. It probably <laughs> would be better if it didn't do that. So, but so far, I've not seen it. And now I yeah, have. Yeah, well, that, that, that's, that's, you know, we were just, we were talking to Reggie Ashworth. That's the app I'm going to work on, the crash app. <laughs> you start it up and all it does is crash. Nineteen ninety nine at the Mac App Store. Now, wouldn't it be funny if you actually created an app like that and then you got complaints because it wasn't working? <laughs> no, it's working perfectly. That's exactly. No, no, what no, it's no, no. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That they they oh, they write it to you. Opened. It's yeah. It they opened say, and did something. It's opening. And it's doing something. It's not right, crashing. I'll have to I'll have to take out some lines of code until it stops doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you have a question here. Should people move? Yeah, open uh, bracket, discuss, close bracket. Yeah. In in my case, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have. Or, well, no. Now I've got I've got this Mac Pro, and I I had on a separate drive in the Mac Pro the the developer's copy of Lion, and you know think you know hindsight being what it is, which is completely <laughs> useless when you're trying to record a podcast. What I should have done was was uh, installed Lion on that developer's drive and then left Snowy alone. Yeah. But obviously that's not what I did. So I'm going to be doing lots of carbon copy cloner moving and grooving over the next couple of days because, Gaz, you're not going to be here next week. I'm not. I'm and on I'm holiday. still going to be to record a podcast. So <laughs> i got to get this fixed. Yeah. You can't, um, where I'm going to be, you can't use me as a recording machine. No, no. Now, if if you have, you know, if you're a casual user, you're you're surfing the web, you're getting your email, you're using iTunes, 
you're using the various yeah, high life yeah, applications if I can along those if I can lines. Just yeah, go jump ahead. in there. Um, sure. The, the mail issue that I've got, I've only seen a few other people got it uh, that, that's got it, and I think it might just be a repair permissions which I've got to do. So, but it is doing it on two completely separate machines. So, um, be aware. Now, it's not a problem because I can open those files, obviously, just by copying and pasting any links and then saving the, any files out right. of the application and then opening it. So it's not a major issue in that it's stopping me from doing something, but it is annoying. So just be aware of that. But for everything else so far, it's been stellar, absolutely stellar. Oh, just great. Now, if you have mission-critical apps, like, say, Wiretap Anywhere or Soundboard, <laughs> and you record a podcast, or I, I'm kidding, uh, mostly. If if you're using like a, Adobe's CS5 suite of programs, or or basically any software that you need to use on a day to day basis for either the things you'd like to do or for your job, I would unless every single app that you use has been upgraded to work with Lion, you need to hold off like I should have until <laughs> until you get the word from all the developers of the other applications that you use that they've been upgraded for Lion. Yeah. yeah but for everybody else, casual users, go for go it. Go for it. Go for it. It's, it's, it's faster. It is the machine for, you know, things other than podcasts are, is much faster. Yeah. Yeah. Now we are starting to run a little bit long guy. So I'm not sure. Are we, why don't we just save the other things? for? Yeah. I think we've got a couple of items, which um, I think I'll leave for guy. Cause he might need a little bit of, Chatting next week, so yeah, yeah. Now, have you got a have you got a pick this week? I've got, got a pick, and there's no zombies. Well, actually, no, there are zombies. Now, you, not- you you sent me a note on this. Is this available in the UK store? And I said yes, and you went get it. It's it's such a time suck. It really, really is. <laughs> well, as I'm this going on holiday game. next week, I I thought, okay, I'll get it. <laughs> have, did you get it? Yes. Did you play it? Not yet. No, I'm crikey. When do you think you'll be, up and, you'll be up until four o'clock in the morning if you fire up this game? So don't do this. Okay, I won't. It's called Death Spank. It's by Hothead Games Incorporated. Right now, it's selling for eight ninety nine at the Mac App Store. This, how, long, how long is that for? I have no idea. But this is such a great game. You're this hero. Who, if you've ever did you if you've ever seen the the TV show The Tick or read the comic book uh, called The Tick with that kind of hero, you know, very very full of himself and and just goes off spouting things for for no apparent reason. That's kind of what your hero is like in this game. He just walks up to people, you know, hello, random citizen, how are you today? You know, and it's just really bizarre. You go around, you you kill spiders, you kill zombies. You you go on these missions, and before you know it, six hours are gone. This is such a fun, fun game. Now, I know that this same game is, has also been available on some of the consoles, and I believe it's also available on Steam, at least on the Windows side. But this is, this is probably the best use of $8.99 that I have spent in a long time. <laughs> Such well, a great well, game. I am, I'm looking forward to it. So I'll, I'll probably give you a full in-depth review in about three weeks' time. You're going to call me up and say, this is rubbish. Yeah. Yes, this is really rubbish, guy. And I don't know why you advised me to get it. Where's my money? I want my money back. I want my money back. Now, actually, I've got to give a shout-out tonight 
And I'm going to give a shout out to a guy called Pat Mann, who I was talking to earlier. And I said to him, Pat, have you got any any apps that you like, you know, because I'm kind of struggling at the moment. I've been rather busy at work and we've been doing lots of stuff. So, um, and he said, Tonight you're even busier. Tonight I'm even busier. Yeah. It's now tomorrow. Um, (laughs) and, uh, he said, yes, I studies pro. Now his daughter is about to go off to college and he sent me this link for this particular product, uh, which basically is an application for, your um, iPhone and for your iPad, but it syncs up with your Mac. Um, Basically, it is a very sophisticated student planner. Um, So it, it basically will help you if you're going to college or to, you know, higher education. Um, this will help you plan your days, plan your uh, all of your uh, courses that you've got to do, make sure you're getting your work done. And uh, Pat has looked at it and he's been out and bought it and he's got it for his daughter and he recommends it. And I've got to say, I've had a look at it. And although I'm not likely to use it, it's certainly <laughs> something which I will be getting possibly for my daughter will be going off soonish when the next, well probably a little while but it's uh something which i'll keep an eye on and um yeah i think i'll definitely be getting getting this application yeah, so go I, take a look for it. i looked at a similar program called iHomework, right and it's not it doesn't seem to me that it's as fully featured as as this one is yeah. i mean i i was it i studies pro I, I, yeah i studies pro i s t u d i e z p r o in the yeah, in the app store the, yeah you, you look at the calendar that they have for this yeah and every every single one of your classes is color coded so you yep. can look at like in the very first picture here july sixth there's like four different colored little dots there so you know that that something's going to happen on this day that it's going to involve these three classes and you see that you know, without having to to dig down any bit further. Just yeah, it makes. Care. I mean, the color coding is pretty pretty useful, but unlike the color coding, which has now been taken out of Finder, but that's another subject. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it looks it 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 does look like it's a, a really neat little app. So uh, yeah, shout out for Pat for pointing me in the direction of that, and it actually gave me an idea. Well, we kind of went back and forward on this, and yeah. uh, so and and Guy kind of agrees with this. So we are going to put out to you guys. How about a new section called, and we're going to call it the People's Pick? Hey, do you like that? The People's I, Pick. I like that. Okay, so so Just send Judge Judge Ropper or yeah. Whopper, whatever his name <laughs> yeah. is, to come in. So you guys out there, folks, ed, however you want to send it in. If you want to send a voice review of an application, send it in. However, you don't have to. Just nope. tell us about your favorite app. Email or on Facebook, preferably. I think email would be better because then we can, you know, um, go through them a little bit easier. Yeah, but, and make sure for something like this, you need to send it to both of us. Yeah, yeah, and and just tell us what you like about the app, and you know how you use it, and then we'll yeah. we'll we'll give it a shout out on. Yeah, on the show. a link would be nice too. A link would be very nice. <laughs> but one thing to start people off, and I, th- I think the timing on this this particular app that I've got, uh, I Studies Pro, is is relevant because obviously, you know, although we're in the summer holidays, it won't be long before you know the kids are going to be going back to school and college. So <laughs> why not send us your student apps? 
so that we can name them and uh, people. Yeah, the yeah the ones that your kids use. Yeah, the ones that yeah to ask them, speak to your children, <laughs> or, or spank them. You can spank spank, yeah, them. if you want. If they won't speak to you, spank them. That'll do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sh- I'm not sure that's the right thing to say, actually, guy. But no, anyway, probably. and one thing I didn't tell you actually before I go off uh, uh, on a tangent, which is not like us at all. Um, no. I studies pro is two dollars ninety nine. Or one pound ninety nine if you're over here in the UK. Yep. So sending those uh, people's picks, I quite like that. I, I, even and if we don't get any, I th- I'm going to just persist with the people's picks. <laughs> and anyone who sends one in that we that we uh, that we put onto the air, yeah, you will get a specially crafted Wooty yeah. award with I, your name on it. Do I get one for tonight's pick? I can send you one. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, no, don't. If you think you can send me one, then don't I think. worry. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not too much trouble. trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of our Facebook page, uh, we are Were up we? to, well, sort of. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are up to 69 likes on our Facebook page. And that I'm glad is you just said so that great. right. Yeah, carefully, carefully. He said that. So thank you all so very much. And if you haven't, if you haven't uh, liked the Facebook, and you don't have to in order to see the content on it, no. it's not like locked down or anything. Uh, but it really does help us out. And the Facebook page is a great place to go and give us information about yourself, what you're doing with your Mac. And yeah, you know, we had quite a bit of uh, content that we were talking about tonight that came directly off the Facebook page. Cool. Cool. Yep. Go there and like us. Please. Please. And, and, and like we're, us. We're in, so insecure. Yeah, we are. We're insecure. <laughs> like us in iTunes as well. That's a really nice place to like us. So, yeah, there hasn't yeah. been any new, yeah. any, pimp, any new stuff pimp, in pimp, iTunes for pimp, a while. Pimp. Pimp. Pimp iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. Gaz. Yes. As sad as I am. Go since on. Since nope has given us iTunes comments lately. <laughs> how can people get a hold of you? Well, they can get a hold of me quite easily. They can send me an email at Gaz. Or let me start again. They can send me an email, gaz at mymac.com, or on the Twitters, they can get me on twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. Now, Guy. Yeah. You know, if those same listeners who haven't liked us in iTunes this week, (laughs) if if they wanted to send you an email, could they? Yes. Yes, they can. They can contact me through the emails at guy at mymac.com. And of course, on the uh, the Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Why did I upgrade to Lion? So just just Mac Parrot. <laughs> and you can complain to Tim at feedback. I at think there'll Mac. be a lot of complaints this week. There will be plenty of complaints this week. <laughs> Things just got so messed up. Uh, and Gaz, did you know? I I don't know if you knew this or not. We have a Skype number. Do we? Eddie Spaghetti knows our Skype number. I like Eddie. I do. I like Eddie too. And he knows. Even if he doesn't like us. (laughs) He knows that that number is area code 703-436-9501. Now, if somebody wanted to call that number from outside the US, could they? Yes. They would just have to put the country code in first. 001. Yep. Or they could send us an audio comment through email or any one of a thousand other ways. Um, now, next week, you're not going to be on. I'm not, no. You are going on vacay. I'm, I'm leaving you to, well, the, to yourself. The, the tender, yeah, oh, that, should, that frightens the hell out I'm of me. I'm leaving you, you and Lion on your own. <laughs> now, I, I've, already talked, I've already talked to, to Rick Stringer 
from the Variant Frequencies podcast. And I'm pretty sure that he's going to be foolish enough to come on with me next week. He's a madman. Or maybe I should, should have waited until I actually recorded with him before I said that. <laughs> so next week will be, uh, unless something happens, it'll be Rick Stringer. Uh, if Rick can't come on for some reason, I'll It'll just be panic. someone else. <laughs> I'll, I'll panic and do a best of Guy and Gaz. <laughs> and the week after that, I'm, I'm going to try to get Eddie Spaghetti on. And that just because Gaz isn't here doesn't mean that you guys can't come on as a listener invite. Yeah, please. Just you know, just let us know what your what your Skype name is, what your interests are as far as using your Mac. So we have some stuff to ask you, and we would love to have you on the show. Good stuff. Yep. I think that'll do it. Yeah, I think we are running way long. We are. Incredibly. This, this should be named the Headache Show. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's called something else, and you've already heard it. So thanks, everyone, for downloading the show. Where's my whip? Oh, I've got an ice cream headache now. <laughs> and we'll, uh, or I'll see you next week, and Gaz will see you on, what is that, the 16th, I think, is when you'll be back? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, 16th yeah. Yeah, or the 17th or yeah. sometime in the middle of August. With a beach tan, I think. It's something like that. I'll be, I'll be a surf dude for the next couple of weeks. Yo, so like, yeah, the show, like man. I'm real, hi, hi, my name's Gaz, man. <laughs> um, I'm a real dude, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. When attempting to make a new podcast, be sure that your software will outlast a new OS update. If it won't, you should wait, because Gaz won't always save your ass.